Do you know what a rebellion is? Yeah. What is it? Um, it's when, like, uh, some people, like, in a country don't necessarily like something, like a governor or a king or a person of, like, power or, like, something that's going on is happening. So they, like... It depends, like, what kind of rebellion you're talking about. Sometimes it's just talking. Sometimes it's going to war. Sometimes it's... Just raiding somebody. Raiding a town. Sure. So, there was a rebellion among the Israelites... There was this guy named Korah. Korah. And he was one of the Levites. And he stood up before Moses with some other people, like 250 chiefs from the congregation of Israel. (coughs) And they stood against Moses and Aaron. And they said, you guys have gone too far. They said, you guys have exalted yourselves above everyone else when everyone is the same. We're all holy to the Lord, and you've exalted yourselves. When Moses heard this, he fell on his face. But then he said, in the morning, the Lord will show who is holy and who he will bring near to him. So he told him to take some censers. Um, That's like a thing that has like some burning like fire and some smoke in it. Put some fire in it, put some incense in it. And tomorrow the Lord will show whom he chooses. And he said, it is you who have gone too far. And he said to them, is it too small a thing for you that the God of Israel has separated you from the congregation of Israel so you'd be a Levite and serve him in the tabernacle? Is that, is that nothing to you? Is that so small to you that you would also seek to be greater? So you have argued and rebelled against the Lord. What is Aaron that you have grumbled against him? So then he said, is it a small thing that, uh, oh no, it wasn't Moses said this. He brought up a couple other guys. And they said, we're not going to come up. Is it a small thing that you've brought us up out of a land flowing with milk and honey to kill us in the wilderness? Oh, they sound, they sound really unbelieving because what God had promised was that he was going to bring Israel into a land flowing with milk and honey, the land of Canaan. So they're saying, what's your problem, Moses? You brought us up out of the land of Egypt. It wasn't Moses that brought them out of the land of Egypt. It was God. And they're like, Egypt was a land flowing with milk and honey. Uh, Not for you, it wasn't. You were slaves. But they're like, ooh, it was so awesome there. When it wasn't. And we haven't given us anything yet. And they said, we're not going to come up. So Moses was angry and told the Lord not to respect their offerings. So Moses told Korah and everybody else to be present the next day and to get ready. So they all took their censers with their fire and they assembled them for the tent of meeting. That's the tabernacle. (coughs) And the glory of the Lord appeared to all the congregation of Israel. And the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron and told them to separate themselves from among the congregation. Because, he said, I'm going to kill them all. I'm going to consume them all. And Moses and Aaron fell on their faces and said, Oh God, shall one man sin and you'll be angry with all the congregation? And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Say to the congregation, Get away from the dwelling of Korah, Dathan and Abiram, those were the guys who were rebelling. 
So he told all the people to get away from their dwelling. Why do you think he told them to do that? Because they... He, he was going to kill them. He's going to destroy yeah. them. So if they listen to the Lord and get away from the dwellings of Korah and them, then they'll be safe. But if they don't listen, then they'll be destroyed too. So they got up and they told the people to do that, to get away from the dwellings of Korah and Dathan and Abiram. And they stood by the door of their tents, Dathan and Abiram and Korah, with their children and their wives. And Moses told them, By this you will know, the Lord has sent me to do all of these things. If these men die as one, then the Lord has not sent me. Odo said, if these men die as all men die, meaning they just die normal like anyone dies, then I'm not from the Lord. But if the Lord does something new and the ground opens its mouth and swallows them up, then you will know that these men have despised the Lord. And when he said that, the ground underneath them split apart and the earth opened its mouth and swallowed them with their households and all the people who belonged to Korah and everything they had. And so they went down alive into Sheol and the earth closed over them and they perished. And everybody who was around fled. For they said, lest the earth swallow us up. And fire came down and consumed the 250 men who were offering the incense, the ones who were with Korah before. Then the Lord told Moses to, to, to say to, to Eliezer, the son of Aaron, to, to take up the censers for the blaze. So they scattered the fire and they made an offering. They said, these men have sinned and cost their lives. So it's going to be a sign to Israel to remember this, to be a reminder that the people shouldn't come and exalt themselves against Moses and Aaron. But Moses, we can't exalt ourselves against Moses, Moses and Aaron. And Aaron. And Korah. The, well, Korah was one of the bad ones. <coughs> See, here's, here's the problem. What he was saying was, okay, were Moses and Aaron exalted above the other children of Israel? No. In a way, they were. Did God make put Moses and Aaron in charge? Yes. Yep. But they, he still Well, yes. But God gave Moses and Aaron greater responsibility. He gave them... His authority, he gave them the ability to do certain miracles. God gave that to them. He didn't give that to them meaning that he didn't care about anybody else, but he gave them those positions and he gave them those jobs. So they didn't exalt themselves. God exalted them. If they had decided on their own that that's what they were going to do, then they would have been exalting themselves, right? But if God picked them and they said, no, we're not going to do that, we're just going to be like everybody else. That also would have been exalting themselves by despising the word of the Lord. Do we have anything like that today in the church? Are there any people whom God exalts to any specific positions? No. You. Yeah. He doesn't mean that those people are more important than the other people. He doesn't mean that he loves them more than the other people. But yeah, he I picks pastors. He Well, not they're, we're not more important than the Lord. I'm, I mean, like, but the job is more important in the church in some ways, yeah. It doesn't mean that the other jobs aren't important. It doesn't mean that one is better than the other, right? But there's a type of exalting. There's a type of authority. But it's God that does that. It's God that picks. It's not because of the person. It's because of God. And so when we ignore that or we look down on that or we reject that, it's not the person that we're rejecting. It's God. Jesus said that about his apostles. He said, whoever hears you, hears me. And whoever rejects you, rejects him who sent me. Meaning, it'd be like uh, if I sent 
if I told Samara, Samara, go tell Anastasia that it's time to stop watching. And Samara went and told Anastasia. And then Anastasia got mad at Samara and said no. Uh, who's going to get in trouble? Anastasia. Anastasia is. Because I sent Samara to say that. Now, if Samara came and told Anastasia that, but I didn't tell Samara to say that, then who's going to get in trouble? She's not really going to get in trouble. She is going to end up getting in trouble. Because I'll find out that she said that I said it when I didn't say it. Right? Well, that's like what it is with a pastor. Or with people. If, if a pastor says what God says, and you don't listen to him, then, well, that's going to be a problem between you and God. If a pastor says what God didn't say, then it's the pastor who's going to be in trouble, right? Well, Moses was only serving the Lord. Remember, Moses didn't exalt himself. He was at the burning bush, and he didn't want to lead the people. So, they, they did this to remind the people of this, and they also made a plague come among the people. Or God did. And then he took incense What's to make atonement plague? for the people. A plague is like a sickness, kind of like COVID. And then he stopped the plague. There were, were 14,700 people who died from the plague, besides the ones who died in the affair of Korah. And God did this to emphasize to the people, again, that Moses and Aaron were the ones that he chose and that he exalted to give the people his word. He didn't want the people to forget that again because apparently they had before. Well, a little bit later, the people are thirsty again. God, we're thirsty. Yeah, I remember that happens a lot. They're always thirsty, right? And hungry. And, it's, and that makes sense, right? Because they're, you know, they're in the wilderness, right? They yeah, get thirsty not, a lot. Not. There was no water and they quarreled with Moses. And they said, we wish we had perished when we were in Egypt. Why do you make us come out of Egypt to, to this evil place? There's no drinks, there's no food here or anything else. Which, it was their fault that they were in the wilderness because they were supposed to go into the promised land, right? Yeah. So then Moses and Aaron went to the tent of the meeting and they fell on their faces and the glory of the Lord appeared to them. And the Lord said to Moses, take your staff and assemble everybody and speak to the rock. Tell the rock to give forth water. So that the people can drink. So Moses and Aaron gathered all the people before the rock. And Moses said, here now, you rebels. Shall we bring water for you out of this rock? And Moses lifted up his hand and hit the rock twice. Is that what God told him to do? No. What did God tell him to do? Do it once. Speak to the rock. Oh, yeah. He said, speak to the rock. A different time God told him to hit the rock. This time he told him to speak to the rock. But Moses hit it. Why do you think he hit it? Because he thought it would work again. He probably did think it would work, but also, uh, I think he was angry. See how he said, here now, you rebels. And the Lord told Moses and Aaron, because you did not believe in me to uphold me as holy before the people of Israel, um, you will not bring the assembly into the land that I have given them. These are the waters of Meribah, which means quarreling. Because the people of Israel quarreled with the Lord, and through them he showed himself holy. So Moses and Aaron aren't going to get to go into the promised land. They're going to have to die before the children of Israel go there. They're still going to go to heaven, but they're not going to get to go into Israel because they didn't totally trust the Lord. That's actually kind of better. I mean, it would be kind of nice for them to go into the land of Israel, wouldn't it? No, but 
Well, it's better to go to heaven, but they were going to go to heaven either way, right? Well, I know, but whenever we die, we'll go to heaven. Also, it's probably not, not going to be painful. Yeah, right away. Also, it's probably not going to be painful. But then it'll be just over then. Once you die, then it's over. Yeah. And you go to heaven. You won't feel anything. But hopefully you won't have to worry about that. Anytime soon.